Hello everybody, I am Sino Agueze. And I'm Kelly Agueze. And, and this, this is, is Agueze Uncut. This podcast is a free-flowing conversation where we dive into a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Some will make you laugh. Others will make you think. But we hope that no matter what, you enjoy being a part of the conversation. So listen up everybody, we're starting right now. That was fun. That was really fun. Like, that was really fun. Like, I feel like we were on a talk show. Is that coming next? Come on, Jesus, and do it. Excited. Gotcha. So today, we decided to do a live podcast right here from Night of Prayer Weekend in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, You iTunes and Spotify listeners, you guys are missing a treat. You should have been here, but since you aren't, we're going to let you in just a little bit. Our warriors are here. Make some noise, warriors! They're excited, been here since 7 a.m., some of them 6 a.m. We've worked out, we've had a great small groups training, and yes. now we're here for a live podcast Q&A. Y'all excited? Yeah! How many of y'all been wanting to ask Pastor Kelly and Sino questions forever? <laughs> so with that being said, we're gonna get it started. Pastors, y'all have anything? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to joke and say, this is for all the times y'all made a comment and said, nobody will answer my comment. Well, nobody say nothing to me. I know you see my comment. They talk to everybody but me. <laughs> We're here to talk to you today. Amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so we'll start with questions. I told you guys, you already have the rules. So our first question, let's see a hand. Let's see a hand. Right here, let's come up. Amen. If you know you're gonna ask a question, we can actually start forming the line, but we already know we can't get all of them answered. State your name and where you're from, full name and where you're from. I'm Jeanette Moore. I'm from Clarkston, Mississippi. Mississippi is in the house. A lifetime friend every day. Yes. My question is to Kelly. Uh Pastor Kelly, let me direct it right. Thank Queen you. Kelly. That's right. That's Queen right. Kelly. That's I want right. to give it all to you, baby. I want Amen. you to have it all. Amen. Praise the Lord. And a lot of work. I know, but that's all right. Look at you now. You make it look good. Thank you. I don't want to take a lot of time, but I'm going to just ask my question. My question is, since I've been following you over two years now, it's re- I don't want to be a line, but I'm not really doing questions, but it's really a praise report to okay. you because of the fact or what you did when you all you had on this black top and this poked down in white skirt, standing like this. Somebody shared your post. I saw it. Pastor Seaton tell us share all the time. So I am truly grateful and I tip my hat to you because ever since I followed you, my whole life has changed. I am truly honored about you because I am truly 
Brandon, if you don't mind, let me just throw in a word into the last testimony. Absolutely. I was wondering if she didn't have, if she didn't come and pull over for gas, what would have happened if she had continued on My that drive? And so we need to, you know, just truly recognize that God literally saved their life. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. My name is Laquan Nesbitt. We like that purple, brother. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Detroit is in the house. Detroit is in the house. And I have a question for both of y'all. Okay. Did y'all ever had any idea that you would touch so many lives? My God. Not only in the United States, but in the world. Yeah. That's a good question. You go first, man. <laughs> Honestly, um. And 
if this comes across the wrong way, you'll just forgive me. Um, I feel like we, man, I feel like there, there is, there's so many lives out there yet untouched. Um, and I'm struggling to answer that question because I'm thinking about the lives we haven't even touched. I'm thinking about, um, you know, and I think we, our hearts can bear witness to this, that we felt like, we, we feel like we're just scratching the surface. You know, we feel like we haven't even made um, um, the, the, a dent compared to what God has in store, but of course, we have to also sit back and say, God, thank you for what you've already done, you know? Um, now, to answer your question specifically, um, you know, of course, until we came together, um, we kind of had this unspoken thing. You know, we kind of knew that God was going to use our lives in some way um, to touch lives. Um, and I think because of the kind of hunger I see in Kelly and the same hunger I see in myself, it's going to be hard to be content or satisfied until the whole world is touched. Amen. Amen to all of that. But also, and I'll probably get into this tonight when I bring the word tonight, but in my heart, I always knew I was called to do something great. That's just the truth. We see a lot of it now in Lakin. All of our children are amazing, you know, of their own right, but the little girl that you all the twin girl, uh, she reminds me a lot of what my parents said I was like when I was little. Just always had this mouth, was never shy. Just always had something to say. I always got in trouble in school for talking in self-control. Oh but you know, like he said, we're not gonna smother that in her. We're just gonna learn how to harness it, but also let her come out and be herself, you know? So I always knew, I've always been different. Now I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know the, the direction and I would have never guessed it would have started from me praying in my car. I, if you had told me that's the way it was gonna go, I would be like, you're so funny. <laughs> but you know, God takes the foolish things to confound the wise, the things that you think don't mean anything at all, the very things God will use to, to lift you and use you. And so I agree with him, we're just getting started, but sometimes I don't, I don't, and maybe it's for a reason, I don't realize the true impact. So that's why every time we get together, I cry and fall out and roll over because I don't. The way people come and say, you know, what you did changed me, it changed me, it helped me, what y'all do. Like, you don't know what that's like to internalize that for people to tell you that it's like me, us, like we are the least likely. And so in a sense, I, I have a general idea of, of the impact, but at the same time, I don't. Because there's so many people out there that we'll never be able to have this conversation with. But I'm so, we're so glad that you all came and that we're able to have this time. And I agree, we're just getting started. But like I said, I knew I was called to do something great. I just, and Lord knows I didn't want to preach. And God knows I didn't want to church. I said, I'll do anything but that. And here I am. Okay. And I'll be on out off to the side. Your husband and Brit Brit already has this. Here is your dog tags that complete your warrior outfit. Thank you. Okay. 
Okay, thank you, Luana. I saw that. I was getting a little jealous. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on. Uh, my name is Charlotte. Charlotte. I'm from Chicago. 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 Um, this is kind of like a question. Um, I think you guys are so amazing. I've been following you for two years because of my sister-in-law. Um, she has been helping me for a long time to build my faith and not be scared. And I just think you two are an amazing couple. I have been married for 29 years. Um, it was a mistake, and now I'm asking God to release me from that mistake so I can um, go higher in my, my calling for my life because I can't be with an unsaved husband. And it was just tearing me apart and breaking me down because I'm trying to do God's will in his way. And then my husband was like, I'm tired of you going hearing about word of nation. So I had to release myself. So I am just so grateful to you too. You are an amazing couple. And if God says yes, then I remarry again. I want to be just like you too. <laughs> My name is Michaela Alexander and I'm from South Carolina. My question is, what made y'all think about doing this? Oh, so sweet. You said Michaela? Michaela, I didn't want to do this. <laughs> but when you love God, you want to do what he asked you to do. Yes. And because I love God with all my heart, I don't really feel like I had a choice. But it has been so good to do what my daddy told me and asked me to do. So it's nothing that I planned to do. But once I knew that this is what God wanted me to do, I embraced it. And I tell you, it has been the most amazing few years like of my life I would not trade it for anything in this world so when God tells you to do something you do it because your life is going to be so amazing as you go on this journey even from a young age with God Amen uh, How old are you? Eight, Eight. Um, When I was seven that was the first time I saw some people come to a little uh, village in Africa and, and, and um, they were preaching. I knew I wanted to do this. Oh, I knew it. And um, I didn't know how. I didn't know how it was going to unfold. But I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, even at that age. So, um, you know, sometimes, like Kelly said, it's not you even choosing this. It's God choosing it for you. Yes. And you just have to flow with it. But I promise you, um, God is the only one who does things that are always in our best interest. Right. With, no, with no ulterior motive, with nothing to gain from it other than just your, 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 your benefit, right? So God is more ambitious for you. God wants the best for you. Yeah. So whatever that plan is, I promise you, you're going to love it. Let's give her a hand, y'all.
first I'd like to thank God for speak up for us. And um, my sister-in-law that introduced it to my sister who introduced it to me. Love y'all. God bless you. Um, my question is put that mic to your ooh, mouth. When you've done all you can do. Um, I've adopted a lifestyle, prayer and fasting. My church adopted Lent 10, 15 years ago. Um, I did my first liquid fast with you all last year. Um, um, I have a son. He will be 32 years old in December. At least 25 of those years he's been giving me and my family sheer hell. Um, he used to be saved and he has denounced Jesus. And um, we never, we, it was hard. He was a challenging child and he had to leave home. And he was already bigger, bitter, and angry. And it just, every time he turned around, it was something, you know. Teenage diabetic. I moved away from home for work. He missed his family. It was just, then teenage testosterone. He is just one angry individual. And he used to believe harder and harder than me and read his word every day, more so than me. And I don't understand how you can, well, I do. Because he has a purpose. And God just reminded me on the ride up here yesterday and how he's, his hand is on my son, and I know it, and I see it. But when you have been praying and fasting, it's not just me. I even put together a corporate fast. I had my family and my church family and my pastor fast and pray for my son. Let me start by saying your name and where you're from. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Felicia. I mean, I live in Covington. What's your last name? Kennedy. Felicia Kennedy, I thought so. And you said your son is how old? He'll be 32 You would look amazing. She has a 32-year-old son. You look amazing. Yeah. Um, you have to hold him by faith. Okay? Faith means no matter what you see in the physical, that you don't allow what you see in the physical to change what you believe. Okay? It's, it's, a, it's a test of your faith. Um, God's got it. All the seed you all have sown through fasting, through prayer, I promise you, it's been heard. It's been heard. And so what you need to do is make sure that the pictures the photographs, the faith pictures you have in your spirit and in your mind, you keep that clear, you keep it clean. Okay? You see him as an evangelist. You see him called by God. And that's all you see. And every opportunity you get, in fact, the, wor the worse the news, the more you praise God. I mean, the worse the news, you say, God, thank you, he's an evangelist. Thank you, he's a step closer. Okay? Don't allow the enemy to trip you and trick you into thinking just because he's out there in the world angry and bitter and just doing his own thing that God is not working behind the scenes because he is. Absolutely. So you've got to hold that. You know, 
Jesus spoke to Peter, he said, I'm praying for you that your faith fail not. Every failure in the kingdom is a faith failure. Wow. And so, you know, it's like Peter walking on water. And, and all of a sudden, the, the winds became mysterious. And he lost his focus. He began to look at the, the moving of the wave and took his eyes off the word. Stay with the word. God's got your song. He's got it. Yes. Hey, Kelly. Hey. Well, I'm Michelle Heiner from St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis in the house. Okay. Just this week, I just uh, saw your video when you was in your uh, red and white and how you came out and talked about oh, your story. Oh, that video. Yeah. You got me? So. Why y'all digging that video back up? Somebody else told no, me too. This, I'm kidding. Go ahead. But I remember you saying when it's time for somebody to get off your bus. Okay. You didn't know it was time for somebody to get off your bus. But when it's time for somebody to get off of our bus and God is silent, what do you do? Come on, girl. Come on. Kind of threw me when God is silent. I was going this way, and you said, um, I kind of knew it was time for him to get off the bus. Really? Yeah, I did. Um, but you know, you, you stand on the word of God, and okay. you believe until the end. Okay. But when somebody walks out on you, that's the end. Okay? And, and you know, on that video, because my friend Janet was reminding me of that video, because I haven't watched it since I did it. And she said, I was all, a lot of things that I was saying happened. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, you know, God, I just, I was like, I know, call me crazy, call me crazy, but I just believe in love and marriage, and God promised me a happy marriage. I said it, and I said, my king is coming. I said, and when he comes, y'all gonna be nice. Y'all know what I'm saying? So, you know, and not just in a marriage or in that, in that context, but just in general, everybody, Jesus to Peter, James, and John, to the mountaintop, mm -hmm. everybody can't go with you to the mountaintop. That's just in life. And so what happens is you have to be careful when you know that your season is up with someone. And that's just what it is because you'll get held up trying to drag them up the mountain. You know, so, you know, now I don't know what context is in. So I'm just saying in a general sense, if there is a person in your life or people in your life and like we say, environment is so critical to your growth and to your destiny. Everybody cannot, if they're not speaking the same language, if they're not talking what you're talking, you're either going to influence them or they're going to influence you. Okay. And so with that, one thing I can say, anybody who's ever left, whether they were friend, whatever, 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 God always, he has been so faithful. He has always sent me everything that I need. So if God is telling you to make some because what I've also learned, and I'm, I'm in the process of revising when God is silent, by the way. Okay. I'm gonna, we're going to do a revision, a reprint on the book. Uh, what I've learned is oftentimes when it appears that he's silent, he actually is not silent. My God. It's just either you don't want to listen to what he already told you. Because sometimes he may be silent because he already, you know, you have a child and they keep asking you the same thing. Yeah, yeah. After a while, I'm like, I've told the kids, don't look. 
<laughs> you ask me that one more time, I know some. Exactly. You know, so because because they already know the answer. Yeah. So sometimes you can keep going back, going back, going back, and, and you already know the answer. Okay. okay. So sound like you already know the answer when you came up here. So you already know the answer. Just go and do what God told you to do. Amen. 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 She said something real funny. You know, I'm always petty um, by asking little questions. You said um, when your king was called, you know, like I was gonna see you be a king, and that was gonna be nice, right? Yeah. Were they nice? I would say 98% was nice, and we blocked the rest. <laughs> The Warrior Nation is very y'all. Y'all know y'all can be a little territorial, yeah. And I know y'all just, just a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on it, babe? We're a nice pastor. Well, um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> for obvious reasons, obvious reasons. I mean, you know, I kind of understood where everybody was coming from. Um, you know, um, I would say when we went to. Um, New Orleans, yes, Louisiana. When we got married last year? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. I was actually surprised at the way it was received. It was really received by all the wonderful People sisters that there. were in the house. Yeah. Yes. But at the same time, you know, you have to be a little bit apprehensive. You know, who is this dude? Where is he coming from? This is our queen, you know, all of that stuff. I was feeling all that, you know, vibe and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just a big believer in um, um, earning trust, you know, um, you have to show trustworthiness. And so, I, you know, it was a good challenge to have. Um, so I was looking forward to that challenge you and passed. still are. She said you passed. She said you passed. It's been over a year now. I remember when they got married in New Orleans. <laughs> Um, we were at work on Friday. Um, this is when we're getting ready for Unite Mississippi. We're at work on Friday, and on Sunday morning, I just started getting text messages. Pastor Sino got married. I was like, man, now what are y'all talking about? Pastor Sino got married. I get to work on Monday. Me and Matt and I. Gotta tell me what context the word like. Like they were like, ooh, Pastor Sino got married. You got Sino. Pastor Sino married. You're like, no way. I'm like, no, I'm married. Like, we would have known something anyway. So he gets to work on Monday early. You have to know how Pesino walks in. Good morning. I'm like, I have to. Pesino got married. So I'm like, yeah. And that was. Deep like we went from Pastor Sino being in the back praying all the time to a whole family band, like, boom. <laughs> like that. Uh, but he made the transition well. Amen. Yes, yes. Let me add this before we go to the next question. So, not only did he marry me, but he has taken on our five children. Five. At the time, but a set of four year olds were included, they're almost six now. Um, and they love him so much. He is an amazing father, by the way. Uh, an amazing husband. So he took on me and all my issues. Uh, five children, including two that were four years old. At the time, we had two dogs, Cleveland and Abraham, because I actually bought Abraham to grow old with. Uh, 
was sick of men, so I bought a golden doodle. And we were gonna ride out together into the sunset. <laughs> and that didn't go the way I planned, but that was truly my plan. Um, and then he married this whole family called the Warrior Nation. Like, and you know, it's a lot of men. That is not the typical setup. So he is truly, only God could have sent him because no, nobody else could have filled those shoes. Like, I'm for real. Not only me, not only the kids, not only the dogs, all the noise, all the issues. All of that, but then all of y'all. And and the staff. It, it was it's a lot, and like you don't realize maybe you do. Like y'all like really our family. So like he had to when he stepped into that, he had to consider all of that. And here we are. North Carolina. Hello. Hi. I know your name by video. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions for Kelly. I don't have time for them, but um. I like your jacket. Well, thank you. I like it too. Everybody's trying to steal it from me. Um, it's something out there. <laughs> my um grandbaby is four months old. She watches you guys every morning with me, and she actually watches you guys, like listens to, to you guys when when you're praying and when you're preaching. But anyway, that's not the question. My question is from Pastor Sino. Today, you brought up a very, very good point when you were talking about that our mandate is to soul winning and that we have to have compassion and care and we have to be able to meet people. Basically, what I heard was we have to meet people where they're at. Right, um, right. And I've had many, many things happen to me in my life that um, I could only explain that it was God. So my question is, when we're going out to save souls, because... I'm about my father's business, and that's what I want to do. How do I explain in a way like you explain what God has done for me, you know, and how how God has brought me from all these things and make it sound like it's not crazy, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Thank you for your question, beautiful question. I would say, you know, what we try to do in order to be effective in winning the loss of Christ is to make it as natural as possible. Um, sometimes there's this air of, you know, religiosity. Once we kind of exude that, it, it causes them to put up a wall. Um, I think that when we see people, whether it's in a restaurant, a coffee shop, you know, you begin by complimenting how wonderful they look. And um, as you do that, um, because you started out the day with that in mind, and because you started out the day, you know, just giving yourself to, to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, praying and just going out there in the world filled with his presence. I promise you, as you engage them, God is going to reveal something that they only know. God is going to reveal something about their lives to you. And that is what you focus on. Um, every single person you see on this planet has a need. There's a need there that only God can meet, particularly when you're talking about the lost. And there is something about their lives that God is going to begin to reveal. It's just having the boldness to share that in a way that is non-threatening. Okay. You know, so you compliment them and you say, you know, I, I, I sense that 
you've been going through some things lately. And I just wanted to let you know that you're not alone. And all of a sudden, you know, they wake up and they want to hear what it is that you have to say. So I think that um, when it comes to reaching out to souls, the focus is not necessarily just the strategy. It's just being so full of the Holy Spirit that when you step into a situation, you know he's going to guide you on how to say the right things, when and where. And that's what works. Okay. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Amen.